Hello everybody, it's a lovely day. It's time for episode 67 of the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. Katie, pour that coffee. Hello everybody and welcome to the Fetch Everyone podcast. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do that, do we, Katie? Nope. That's all we're saying on the subject. Yeah, although I do have to come back to some aspects of that later on. Right. But, um, just purely as a technicality. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, so visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave your comments, questions and so on about the show. I'm joined here by the lovely Katie B, a.k.a. Mrs. Kate Williams, a.k.a. my long-haired lover from Everton, <laughs> a.k.a. Magic Fingers. How are you doing? You missed out quite a few of my AKAs actually there. Oh, go on then. Kate Barnard Physiotherapy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, That's yeah. not quite a few. Come on, man. <laughs> Kate Winter Goodwin. Yes. Okay. That's all. All right. Oh, E.T. E.T., yeah. Well, yeah. That was school my nickname. school nickname. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Phone home. Uh-huh. Cool. So uh, how are you and where are you? I'm here mm-hmm. and I'm good. I have had a very exciting 24 hours. I'm still buzzing. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, we've had a visit from a colony of bees. Yeah. And it's just been fantastic. And I know for some people that would be a really horrible trigger and scary and everything. But I have just loved every second of it. And um, when you say a colony, just to put that into perspective... Okay, yeah, so it wasn't is, really a whole colony. It, okay, so it was half a colony, but mm. that's still like an unknown number. Like, you know, how many how many bees make up a colony? Wow, okay, so our bee lady yeah. came out. I hope you've all got a good bee lady, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we keep one on the staff, you know. <laughs> bee lady! So, I'm going to start from the beginning. From the um, beginning. From the beginning. Right, the bee puns. Um, my neighbour knocked on my door and said, shut your windows and doors, there's a swarm. And and I ran through to the back of the house and everything was shut anyway. And there was literally a cloud and the most amazing buzzing sound in the sky. And it mm. was hovering over our two gardens. And um, I was already extremely excited about it all and um we we watched as they gradually appeared to dissipate and go away and and that was that I thought I went through to have a socially distant visit with my my mum outside and my son came through and said I think the bees have settled in our garden and I'll put some pictures up but they had basically formed a kind of a, I think it's called a swarm when they're all around the queen, isn't it? But they were in a kind of like a pineapple shape hanging from a branch on Those one of our... pineapples last week were prophetic. Oh my goodness me, it's all about the pineapples. So they were basically hanging there, resting in the garden. And um, I am very lucky to know a beekeeper who, who has um, hives out at Cardington. And 
I gave her a call and she was very pleased and happy to come and collect the bees. And so I've had, I had such a lovely afternoon. I watched her do the, the thing that they do to collect bees. So they, they had this kind of temporary polystyrene hive and she put it underneath the pineapple of bees and shook the branch and they all kind of just went, all right, plop into the box. Um, but there were a few still flying around. So we stayed in my garden at obviously social distance and chatted um, and caught up on family stuff while the bees gradually made their way to their queen, which had obviously gone in, into, the, into the box. Um, and she estimated that um, there was about 25,000 bees in this um, swarm. That's a lot of bees. That's <laughs> a lot of bees. And she said that normally what happens um, when a colony needs to split, about 40% of the colony leaves, forms a swarm around a new queen, and they head off um, to find a new home. And so they were just resting in our garden, basically. They, yeah. they just needed somewhere to, to rest. Um, and so she took them when they'd all settled into the box and she took them off and she sent me the most beautiful video of her transferring them into their new home. Yeah. And she was so gentle with them all and it was so sweet to see how she tried very hard to make sure all of them were okay. And I think part of that is that if you kill one of the colony, even by accident, it does wind them all up a bit. They, they all get a rage. They release some kind of chemical and they all get quite cross. Um, so I have videos and photos and I'm really happy to share that. I've shared some of it on Facebook, <clears throat> on my road group, our road group. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure it would be okay for me to share yeah. them a little we're, bit more gonna We're going to check and if, if the lady is happy for a video to yeah. go out there, we'll, we'll put it on YouTube and we'll put yeah. a link in the show notes yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Um, um, so that was lovely. And then, so left behind was a little group of bees because you just can't get bees to all just do what you want them to do believe yeah. it or not veggies and um, there was a little clump left behind that was sort of flying around and then gradually through the evening they formed a kind of very tiny mini swarm of about 20 and and huddled together on our garden furniture um and we put the the outside light on at about uh, 10 o'clock last mm. night it was dark outside and they were all as close together as you can get bees yeah. And we all had the same reaction, which was, oh. Yeah. Um, so they were obviously missing their, their queen and the rest of their, their bee fam. Yeah. Um, and they'd all just huddled together at the last known spot. Like, yeah. Uh, Apparently know. the spot where they, they formed the pineapple will be very smelly of the queen. Mm. So um, that's, where, that's why they sort of hung around there. Um, so I, I phoned the bee lady. She's been so patient with me, and um, she came out this morning to collect the last of the bees. I had managed to get the clump or part of the clump into a box, and I even caught one bee in a jar. Yeah, I think it was a, a like formerly a honey jar as well. So it's <laughs> like the irony is off the scale. Yeah. So there was so there was one bee in one jar, about ten bees in a in a plastic box, and then she came out with her her bee food, and she put it on the the sofa, and we managed to get another five bees. Mm. So sixteen more bees have headed off. I mean, this does sound a bit crazy, and I think even 
bee lady seemed to think that I was getting quite extremely anxious about making sure all the bees got to the got well, to the queen. Well, you would, wouldn't you? You've got to, got to look after them all, got to treat yeah. them all equally. Yeah. Um, but she was telling me a bit about the bee food, mm. and um, it's basically sugar and water. So, um, like we've, I guess lots of you listening have tried this, where you put a bit of sugar water on a, yeah. a spoon for a, a lone bee yeah. in an attempt to give it something to get it mm. going again. So, mm. yeah, sugar water. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just been lovely. I've loved it. I'm, yeah. I mean, I am a bit of a nature freak. I love seeing you know anything that's wild and out in the out in its natural habitat and and I know that a bee colony in a hive is probably not a natural habitat but it does feel like they're going to be looked after and safe and she calls herself a bee enabler she doesn't like to say beekeeper so she doesn't she doesn't work her bees hard she just sort of lets them get on with it a bit um but I have had jars of honey from her um and it's always completely delicious so yeah. we were out for a run once and we we ran past her house <laughs> yes and she happened to be out on the, the front lawn or yeah. something and, and we got to, to her chatting mm. um and so we ended up running the last two miles of our run carrying a jar of honey yes <laughs> so it was a bit sort of shaken up when we got home but swapped it between it nice. us didn't we yeah. with a relay yeah so what can you smell queen smell no no i can't no. But my bees are uh, awesome. I think that if I'm thinking of them now as my bees. Yeah. They are mine. And a couple of people have said something to me which has literally made me get sun cream moment, which has been they knew to land in your garden because you knew what to do with them. <laughs> and so just, are you the real queen? No, no, I'm not. I could never I could never be that. Because um, I really don't I mean as much as I've loved the bees. You smell of queen. <laughs> As much as I love the bees, the thought of them all clumping around me. Yeah. No. What about like a big beard? That kind of thing. <laughs> oh, You'd look great with a beard yeah. of bees. I mean, I think it's one of those funny things, isn't it, that, that we're all nervous of them. I mean, I'm not a horribly... Ner- I'm not. If it was moths, if it had been a clump of moths in my garden, hmm. there is no way I would have been out there taking photos of them. Not yeah. a chance. I've got this completely irrational fear of moths. We don't know a moth lady either to, to help us we out, don't. so we wouldn't have known what to do with them. No, Are maybe you that's a moth why... lady, fetchies, or, or a moth man? <laughs> maybe that's why we've never had a clump of moths, because they know to not bother. Yeah, those guys will be useless. I can't go there, moths. Let's carry um, on circling the moon like we always do. Yes. But, um, oh, it's been... I've just loved it. Yeah. It's been very, very exciting yeah. and interesting and... Um, and just watching her in her beekeeping outfit and how she handled all the bees and everything. Yeah, she said really that cool. she um, she would drive home in her beekeeping outfit just in case there was, you know, the, well, the box broke open or something and all the bees were in the car. But there were quite a few on the outside of the box, weren't there? Yeah. So when she put the lid on, they all try and get to the queen. And there was one in this sort of temporary hive, there was a small kind of round hole at the bottom of the of the box and um so she after she'd sort of shaken them off into the box she kind of gradually eased the lid on in sort of stages and then the idea was is that the rest of the bees would just go in this little hole and they wouldn't come out and amazingly that mostly happened and that was quite interesting to watch as well um but in the end we kind of had to call it and go right she's got to go we can you know yeah um and so when she 
when she was leaving, there were about maybe 10 or 15 bees that were just on the top. They had, they were the sort of slightly less intelligent ones who hadn't managed to find the hole um, and some around the bottom of the box. And so she was going to drive back to her house with that box in her car. Mm. Um, so if yeah. you see somebody out and about and you think that's a pretty extreme yeah. COVID outfit that you're rocking there. It could just be that they're rescuing bees or moths or something. Who knows? And and they're just wearing the relevant outfit as yeah. approved by the Moth Rescuing Society. Yeah. yeah. All good. So that was a bit of a, a bee interval. Yes. That's not a pun. No. No. No, it's just, just, it's a, just a, me a, saying a, it. Just words. It's just words. So yeah. tell me about your week. Um, exercise. So I had some time with the boy from uh, Wednesday through Sunday. So that always makes things a little bit difficult. But what made it extra difficult was that my calf is still being a beep at the moment. Um, so I've managed a couple of run walks. And on the second one, I get about a mile in or about 10 minutes in. And it just starts to tighten up. It feels like it's spasming for want of a, a more accurate description I don't know everything that's going on in there um, and I got so fed up with it on uh, Saturday morning that it spasmed I tried to stretch it out a bit and then I thought right I'm, I'll give it a little walk and then I'll give it a little run and it was still feeling a bit tight but I just thought no no stop it mm. so I just sort of trotted home then and and been sulking ever since really yeah. Um, so that's not good, but uh, at, at least I've been able to do that. At least it's not no running at all. So mm. be thankful. And yeah, so but it's still frustrating, and it's it's hard when you just want to get on with it again, and you've got yeah. something that's niggling around. I totally get yeah. that. It just I've said I know I've said this before, but it just reminds you how much you love being able to do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, when you can't do it for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so uh, I did take the the weights up with me. So I did a body pump and I really appreciated it being on the, the bigger screen and having more room. So yeah. I think I'm going to, next time I do a body pump, I'm going to try doing it in the living room where I've got a bit well, more room. I don't know why you don't, yeah. Because like everybody, <laughs> it's a bit of a thoroughfare. So and I don't want to be like sweaty in everybody's faces, be doing like a hip bridge at the wrong moment. Um <laughs> You know, those sorts of things, you know, you tend to prefer to do those in private, yeah. or at least I do. It's one way to really make your stepson sort of back away slowly, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but it's good, and um, I've been... I've been repeating the same video every time, and I find that's really good for me because I'm not the most coordinated person when it comes to doing combinations of moves I tend to just my brain just doesn't seem to want to do that so I've never been a a very I mean I'm a great dancer yes but it's very much a sort of freestyle thing yeah if I had to follow a pattern I think I would very soon you know but you know when I'm just doing my own thing Mm. No one can touch me. No, that's true, <laughs> Betches. Literally. Um, so it's helped me a lot to be doing the same video over and over again. And the other thing I've noticed is that um, on a couple of the tracks, there's there's one for each different part of your, your body, um, that I'm slowly adding a little bit of extra weight here and there as I'm getting more used to it. Yeah. Um, 
Um, so the one bit where I'm struggling with it a little bit is um, the the sort of bicep curls where you're mm. doing them like individually, one hand moving independently of the other. Mm. Um, I don't have dumbbells. I'm just using the plates that you attach to the the single bar. Um, yeah. So and they're not that easy to grip because it's just one big hole in the middle. Um, some of the ones we've used before when we've done body pump classes at venues, they've got like handles on them as well where you can actually grip the the plates more easily. Whereas yeah. these have just got a hole, so you've got to put a, a thumb through the hole and then try and grab uh, the outside yeah. of the plate. That's awkward. Um, so there's a limit just on the length of my fingers. So I could definitely do heavier bicep things. Um, but um, so maybe I need to get some dumbbells, but I'm too tight to shell out for them really. Cause it's just I'm sort of one sure part. there's some banging around somewhere that yeah between the two households or the three households. Yeah, I should say. I think I could try and modify it so that I'm doing them both on the doing all the, the bicep stuff on the bar. Yeah. So although I don't get the individual hands, um, I'm still doing the curls. So I just vary from yeah what's on offer. Um, so, but I'm I'm enjoying it. So Remind me later to ask youngest about dumbbells. Yeah. Okay, so I'm using the two and a half kilogram weights in each hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, my right arm, which is my dominant arm, is is sort of going. Yeah, what? Yeah. Um, but I can't <laughs> I can't hold the five kilogram weight no. to like no. back to do it. So okay, um, see yeah. what we can do. Cool, and uh, a 10-minute ab class on one day where I thought, I don't have time for body pump. I ran yesterday, my calf is aching, so I found an ab video as well and did 10 minutes of that. So, mm. um, yeah, my abs are all going, ah, for mm. the following 48 hours, but mm. there we go. Shows that I need to do more of it. And I also bought a skipping rope. Oh, yes. Um, and I've had a little go at it. Um, I did it out in the garden, but I felt a little bit self-conscious because uh, where I was, all like everybody's bathroom and back bedroom windows mm. look out on the garden. So I was there feeling a little bit self-conscious. Yeah. Um, maybe I need to get over that. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's it's surprisingly difficult compared yeah. to how easy it looks. But then that's mm. just that's just how it is, isn't it? Everything you see, every sporting activity that you see on tv or whatever the, the people who are doing it have been doing it for long enough that they make it look yeah. like it's easy but it really isn't i was talking to wine legs about skipping actually and um in a socially distant visit yes shall we just stop saying socially distant and hope that people will assume that we're doing socially distance yeah okay. yeah yeah um so and I think I was kind of thinking about skipping as, as as a child and how I used to skip and I was thinking of having you know doing quite big circles with my arms and mm. I was sort of talking about it like that and my legs were saying well no not really you you actually your arms stay quite low and you just like flick the rope round yeah, all wrist action it's I all think. sort of wrist and yeah maybe a bit of elbow or but anyway yeah. but it's a much smaller movement than you, than I was sort of imagining in my head so. It's made me want to have a little bit of a go at it, but I'm not sure we can re... Oh. There's the rope. I did yeah. not see it there. The only thing is that you have to... It's set to your length, I'm guessing. And... Yeah, but... <laughs> Height. <laughs> yeah, it's set to my length. <laughs> okay. So um, there is a, a technique for getting the right length of rope, um, mm. and that is you, you sort of tuck the 
the handles up into your armpits and stand on the right. on the rope mm-hmm. with your feet together and that should be right. taught pretty much. Okay. So obviously it varies from person to person. And what they in, in the skipping rope user guide that I received when I bought it, mm. uh, it explains amongst other things that you can just chop off the bit that Oh right. So obviously if you chopped it off then that would be mm. no good for me. We'd then. have to glue it back on again for you to use it. Yeah, which would probably be quite be, frustrating, yeah. wouldn't it? Um, but you can sort of, yeah. you can sort of maybe just wrap it around my hand or something. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, by all means, have a go. Have a go. But it's it's quite quite tricky. Yeah. So I was I was amazed at how hard it was. I think it's it's like when you when you swing it round the first time mm. you swing it round, it's like shit. It's coming right for me. Mm. Partly you'll have to bleed that. Did you did you um, skip much as a child? No. See, no. I was quite a, I was quite a skipper. Yeah. As a child, I did quite yeah. a bit of that. Yeah. So not just so skipping with me holding my own skipping rope, and also that skipping where yeah. you know you have two so people, a, some sort of rhyme, yeah, all a, sorts of rhymes and yeah. fiddly bits with your feet. So I have got I've got form, yeah, but I've okay. really yeah, we'll see what happens. Hey, yeah. <clears throat> no, I I never used to do anything like that at mm. all. I, I was just never my thing. So what about you, Katie? What about me? What about me? I've done six yogas this week. I've gone back to the beginning of Adrian's home, um, 30-day home practice, and I am on day 16. I think I've just done day 16. So it's it's really nice to go through it again because you kind of revisit each of the days and see how you've changed. And when I started doing the last 30 days, it was... Um, when my back allowed me to start doing yoga again. And I was very cautious. I'd become very nervous about bending forwards, like a a, a forward fold. And I was very nervous about sitting cross-legged. All of these things felt like they could be triggers for my back. So for the first 30 days I I, I did um, since the back, was all kind of really sort of careful and everything, but gradually confidence built and built and built towards the end of it. And this time, obviously, I've started again and I feel a lot less nervous about it. So that's been really nice. It's kind of been a reminder that I am getting on top of the back, is starting to feel better. Um, I don't want to use the word stronger, but it's definitely feeling... um, More reliable. Yeah, more reliable, definitely. So that's been nice. So six yogas this week and I'm hoping to to continue on with that, really. Um, I've been to the lake twice. I had a really nice, came back beaming um, and full of the joys of open water swimming on Tuesday. And then on Saturday morning I went and it was windy and a bit choppy and I managed two laps, which makes a mile, but annoyingly my Garmin gave me 0.98. And the problem with my Garmin and open water swimming, and probably a lot of people find this, is that it tells you your distance in yards when you're in the in the water. So... It, I should know by now how many yards equals a mile, but yeah. for some reason I'm very bad at remembering numbers yeah. and I can never remember it. And I looked at my Garmin and thought, that doesn't look like the right number to equal a mile. Um, but I'd done my two laps and I was at the, the one-way system of getting out of the lake and getting into the lake. So I just felt like I should get out now and, and just hope for the best. And it was 0.98, so never mind. But I'd yeah. done my two laps. And one corner of the lake was, because of the wind direction, um, corner three was like a washing machine. It was it was really chopsy and... Um, and Full of clothes. 
<laughs> yeah, full of clothes. Um, and it was just one of those situations where really you want to just breathe to the other side where the waves aren't smacking you in the face. Um, and it really made me realise how not being to the pool and not practising my different breathing patterns, I'd, I'd got... I'm not so good at breathing every four at the moment um so I tried to breathe just to the right and I could have done every two but that feels very kind of um disjointed so yeah I've just had a text from my uh, bee lady okay <laughs> my yeah. personal bee lady and uh she's just deposited the rest of the bees that she collected this morning with the rest of the colony so no. nice news there um yeah, so good swimming this week, and our, our lake is doing a really great system. Um, I don't know about the rest of you guys out there, whether your lakes are opening. I think I saw Lynn say that Heron Lake is opening on the 1st of June, um, but our lake is doing a really good system. You're not allowed to go and just hang around lakeside and, and um, you know, picnic. You're mm. supposed to only go if you have a booking. Yeah, um, normally so, it's a real sort of social... yeah situation there isn't there but massively yeah. yeah and there's a cafe and there's a restaurant and none of those are open at the moment um but um there's a nice queuing system you check in with someone who's got a laptop that you've so you've booked online beforehand they tick off your name they check that you know the system you go and find a space on the grass the changing rooms are not open you go and find a space on the grass and you get ready and then you go in one way so you go in, into the lake via the um the dock no what's it called the wakeboarding launch pad <laughs> i can't remember yeah, what that's called whatever what that is called, yeah. so you go in that way and then when you've finished your swim um you go out from steps at the other side of the yeah, where so there's the no passing pad. people there's no just, passing yeah. and everyone gets their space and everything and and then you you can either change um by the side of the lake or go home in your dry robe or go home with the towel wrapped around you or whatever i mean i've been changing completely because it's very easy to change under a dry robe and it's really lovely changing by the lake and just watching the swimmers come and go and all of that. So I've really enjoyed that as part of the experience. But I've just been looking at the um, the league, uh, the training league, to see how many uh, swimmers we've, we're up to now because yeah. it, it was like yeah. nothing in April. And there are now uh, 92 people who have logged oh, a swim wow. in, in May. So it that's seems good. like it's yeah. they're getting out there. So that's really nice. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, so that's been really lovely and I've been really glad to get back out there. I would love to go more than twice a week, but it's quite pricey and I don't blame them at all for the price. Um, that's, it's completely fair enough. I'm not moaning yeah. about it. You're but... just making your own call on how much exactly. you, can, you can do. Yeah. Yeah. You used a phrase chopsy to refer to the, the water <laughs> on corner three. Um, and I've grown up with a different, yeah. a different, uh, definition of that term. I, I know um, that, I know that term as well. It's yeah. Sort of... Does so? Does anybody listening want to offer a um, alternative definition for yeah. chopsy, the one that I know? I think technically I should have said choppy. Yeah, I really. Yeah, and I wasn't picking you up on it. It just sort of like it was yeah. something that reminded me of of growing up in Wales. So it, it's definitely a, a Welsh thing. Whether it's extended beyond that, I'm mm. keen to hear. So wherever you're listening, do you know what chopsy means? Yeah, I do because you use it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've done two runs. That's that. And then I've had my cross training catching bees, which obviously I will be expecting to see in the training. Log. Yeah. So you could use cross training other and tag it with bees. Bees, just in case there's another episode, and then I'll be able to look at all my bees. 
all your B-tagged training. B-training, yeah. Lovely. I feel like we've waffled on about ourselves quite a long time, actually. And uh, we've got someone who wants to come and make some cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon buns? Yes, it's the cinnamon roll man. He comes... uh, yeah. He comes on a Monday. We also keep one of those on our staff. <laughs> um, so we've had some lovely comments from users. It was a, it was really nice last week um, to, to see all the comments coming in. I was a little bit quiet because I had not quite a great day the day after, um, or the, actually the day of the podcast. I had a bit of a... I don't know if you're getting these um, fetchies, but every so often during lockdown, I just get a bad day. And it seems like when things all collide together on one on one day. So I had one of those, but we had some lovely comments. Um, and we've been offered um, so Snyak. I'm Snyak. going with if this, okay. if that's not the preferred pronunciation, then do please let us know. Um, so Snyak is a stenographer and has offered to transcribe the member of the month interview when we get around to doing that. Lovely. Um, and um, just as an example. Um, he said that he, he likes to practice his stenography um, on um, the Fetch podcast. So he sent oh. me a, a transcription of one of the previous episodes. Oh. Um, and it was like, wow. you know, it was bang on and, and amazing, really. Oh, wow. Um, so supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Nayak. Yes. Thank you very much. Does he get all of the kind of, you know, the sniggering and the. Um, I, don't, I don't know that he goes that. Far okay. in, in the detail, the but kind of um, muttly. Yeah, you sort of got to got to read between the oh, sentences okay. really to get the sniggering. Um, so that would be pretty awesome. So if we can get the member of the month interviews, yeah, onto the podcast, then there's still a way for that to, to be accessible by everyone. So do you want brilliant. to talk about the fact that you're not going to do mine yet because there's a little bit of a yeah an order yeah okay so uh, Minardi went up at the start of last week um and because where did she go up she's on the home page uh or a few <laughs> i thought you bet she went up a mountain no okay. no that would be silly katie sorry um especially during you know you're not supposed to do that at the moment are you? true you're supposed true. to only go on little hills yeah um Anyway, so Minardi is up and so she'll have about another two weeks and then I think it's how far and I'll, he can have three weeks on the homepage and then it's NDW Dave, he'll have three weeks and then we'll do your interview. Okay. So it's a little way off yet, yeah. but I am trying to catch up with the member of the months. Yeah. And hopefully by the time we get to your interview, mm. um, we'll queue up the next person and, and yeah. get their recording done if they're up for it, depending it's- on who wins. It feels like a perpetual trying to catch up with the oh, member yeah. of the month, isn't it? Yeah, but it's I'm like going to do it this time. Are you? Okay, yeah. right. We've we've heard it here. Yeah, um, I've said it before. Yeah. So our runner has got a skipping rope. Um, I, I I don't know the context of this comment because Katie's compiled the comments and mm. I don't recall this one, but um, how are you getting on with it? Do you have form as a skipper? Did mm. you used to do the old double dutch or whatever it's called? <laughs> when you were younger or are you brand new to it like me and mm. you know frightened of whipping yourself yeah. uh, into oblivion um Stooby Doo points out that it's called a microdon or popty ping um mm. so nice to have a welsh speaker it was board. nice to see it written down actually because i've always thought that it was popty pop p-o-p-t-y popty ping yeah and it's pop d ping yeah there are i i'll have to look up more about this but there are lots of 
um, the mutations. That's what, yeah. what I remember from sort of age 12 Welsh. Yeah. Um, that the sometimes the words have different um, letters in them, but they mean the same thing. Right. So, but you mutate the word in different contexts. So right. it was one of those moments where as a 12-year-old going, no, hang on, French is easier. Mm. Um, I'll do that. Mm. Um, but I, I'll, I'll Do you I'll feel a bit it. sad that you gave it up now? Not sad that I gave it up because I really wasn't enjoying it. So yeah. you shouldn't be sad about that sort of thing. Um, but I am interested in doing it. And yeah. interestingly, I saw a nice... Um, someone had posted a video of Carol Vorderman doing the weather in Welsh... And there was this thing online where they were getting um, non-Welsh-speaking Welsh people. I didn't realise Carol Vorderman was Welsh either. So, you know, it's all coming out now. I didn't. Um, They're getting non-Welsh-speaking Welsh people to learn Welsh. Uh, And the other one was Colin Jackson, I think. And he he hadn't done very well. But Carol Vorderman actually did this whole weather forecast in Welsh. Wow. uh, Including the term Scorchio. Oh, (laughs) love it. um, It's well worth looking that one up. Um, One of my favourite words is Pascod Wobbly Wobbly, which I don't know whether that's a real word and whether I've probably not pronounced the Pascod bit right, but I love that as a as a word. It means jellyfish. Yeah. Yeah, I or don't have know. Have you just told me that? No, I don't know whether it's like a nickname for jellyfish oh, in okay. Welsh or whether it I don't I'm not sure it's the actual term. Well Stuby Doo seems to know his stuff, so maybe yes. he can let us know about yes, that please. one. Yeah. Um, Guna wants a photo of my pineapples. So I've done a photo this morning and I will put them up in the gallery. And also of you dancing, which I think is less likely that I'm going to be able to get a photo of that. Well, you know, Um, moment. (laughs) But he's also said um, that he thinks our prickly bush is a hawthorn. Yeah, whatever it is. I don't like it. I do like it, and it's looking really nice and smelling really nice at the moment, but I can understand where you're coming from yeah. with that one. Yeah. Um, Having only just recovered from the... Uh, from the thorns. From the pricking. Um, Nightjar was awake yeah. during the last podcast, so small mercies. Yes, he was doing some painting, so I put it to him that it was the fumes keeping him awake <laughs> and not anything else. Um, and Lizzle has just started listening and... With her third post ever on the forum, she popped in to say hello. So, hello, Lizzle. Hi, Lizzle. Um, uh, yeah, nice to, to hear about new listeners. I think she was time. starting from the beginning of the podcast, yeah. though. So, it might be quite a long time until she hears this. And what I felt really sad about was that she was a 10th post and it had kind of just passed us all by. I didn't even see it until I read back through the thread to get the comments for today. But, um, Anyway, we'll have to see if we can seek her out and say something to her. Yeah, if I want to say something on a thread, sometimes, and, and I, I just count through the posts and there are nine there already. Yeah. I'll sometimes say, I'm about to say something, and then I say it so oh. that it gets to the top of the next top page. Of the page. So more people get a chance to see it. Yeah. Um, because I've had stuff where I've, I've said something and, and I've just thought, well, what? Yeah. And then you realise that just no one's seen it because they're yeah. all coming to the current page of the thread anyway yeah. hello Lizzle hi Lizzle uh Dio dreamt about us and he also dreamt about my unusual middle name but he couldn't remember it when he woke up no so I'm... it is unspeakable it is it is indeed 
Um, well, we've talked about the member of the month, haven't we? But the the other thing that um, people were saying was that they wanted it to be, you know, obviously some people would not want to do an interview, which is fair enough. One of our bees has just come in to visit. Is that a bee or a fly? It looks too uh, too too busy to be a bee. That's bees right. are a bit more sort of... Yeah. Just wants to be close to his mum. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so some people were saying, you know, some people might not want to be recorded. That's absolutely fair enough. We're not going to insist on anyone yeah. having a recording done. If if people want to just answer them, that's fine. And we will we will totally yeah, go with that. That's cool. Um, Lynn's asked if box end, how the box end temperature was. It's about 16, Lynn's. Um, it does vary a little bit. It's quite re- reactive to the air temperature and the weather because it's a fairly small body of water. So it reacts quite a lot. Um, but it's about 16 at the moment and it's lovely. It was really nice to swim in. Maybe I got a little bit warm actually on Saturday morning. Um, so, but I was cold after I'd got dressed. So it's one of those weird things sometimes. Yeah. Um, and RF Fozzie says, uh, would we like him to do a piece on orienteering? Yeah. Um, if the comments that followed weren't enough of an yes. encouragement, then yes, please do, yes. Uh, Fozzie. Yeah, We'd yeah. love to, to hear from you. Um, and um, we helped Ancient Red get through his turbo session. We are here to uh, to do that anything for you like that. So do you want to offer some motivation for anybody who might be doing a turbo session? Yes, at the come on, you can do it. Yeah, get up on. that hill, through that forest. Through the swamp. Up the mountain. Whatever. Yes. Battle those bees. Yeah. Don't harm any though. No. Okay, okay. Um, so there you go. Hopefully yeah. that's sorted you out. Mm-hmm. Um, site features. Um, I won't go too into too much detail about this, but I just okay. wanted to mention it for anybody who's listening to the podcast because uh, I normally talk about what I've been doing all week, and it's been one of those weeks where um, I've just been dealing with um, the fact that there's been a lot of attention surrounding the fact that we don't have a paywall, um, which is pretty awesome uh, to see it. I, I posted a blog. Um, which lots of you put some amazing comments on and mm. made us feel very, uh, very much loved. In fact, Night Owl said that she did love me. Yes. Um, um, but there were, you know, it was, don't worry, Katie. <laughs> Not worried. <laughs> Not at all worried. Yeah, it was It was all amazing. We've just been sort yes. of feeling super powered all week, really, because yeah. of the, the stuff that you've you've said to us all. Yeah. On social media as well, you've all been brilliant. Um, and so one of the things that came about, I've nominated him for member of the month because of this, um, Boy Band 6666. I heard through another Fetchy that he was organising a Zoom meeting for members of his running club. Shout out to the Mighty Long Eaton Running Club. Mm-hmm. Um he was organizing a Zoom meeting to explain to them why he uses Fetch Everyone. And uh, then he was going to sort of talk them through the features and everything and, and answer any questions and encourage them all to, to sign up. I thought, that's an amazing, amazing idea. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, I, we, there's loads of Fetchies out there who mm-hmm. might be able to put me in touch with their running clubs. So I sent out an email to lots of you who are connected with running clubs. And I've had, at the current point, over 150 positive responses from people saying, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, so my plan is to arrange a, a whole bunch of Zoom meetings. So 9 a.m. ones, uh, lunchtime ones, evening ones, 
for um, anybody who wants to sign up and have a little presentation of the different things that you can do on Fetch. Yeah. So for club mates who are maybe a little bit sort of like, well, what's it all about? Mm. Um, I thought that I can do that. So I've, I've got 150 people all saying, yeah, I'll put you in touch with my club. Mm. So over the next uh, week or two, I'm going to schedule tons of meetings, mm. each of which could take up to 100 people. Um, so I'll, I'll meet them all and then do a little presentation and then have some Q&A afterwards for anybody who wants to ask about something yeah. specific. Um, so I think that's going to be quite the week for me as well this, mm. this coming week. Um, cool. But that's just been brilliant and I feel just, like I said, super powered this week yeah. because of the support that you've all been showing. So thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, lovely stuff. Thanks, guys. Um, I have got a couple of things I wanted to highlight. Um, I really enjoyed Jen L's blog this week. Jen L, she's not really a lost fetchy, but she's maybe been a little bit quieter, perhaps. Mm -hmm. But anyway, she's she's been via the lost fetchy thread and on a lovely blog, and it's a very positive blog about lockdown. And I thought that was that was nice. Um, not that there aren't other positive blogs about it, but it was just really nice. Jen L has a great style of writing, and um, so I just wanted to point you at that. I will put the link up as per usual. And the other thing I wanted to highlight is the transgender exercise, let's fetch everyone thread. Um, it's a, a great place to be. It's really informative. Um, it's really inclusive. Um, it's um, creature of the hills thread. Um, and it's just, yeah, go, yeah. go and have a look. Um, and um, have a read and, and learn some stuff because it really is something that yeah. we all need to know more about um, or maybe we don't all need to know more about it because some people know a lot about it already but I'm happy to learn and want to learn and um, if we really are fetching everyone let's let's fetch everyone yeah. so that's a yeah. great thread and, and what's been really good this week is to see a couple of new voices on there um, there was one particular post from Bailey and it was mm. along the lines of uh, I haven't found anything like this on the internet before so it's really nice to find a, a, a nice space to talk yeah. about this sort of thing or yeah. to just read about it or whatever so yeah. I don't know Bailey's situation whatever no. um, but yeah happy to provide that yeah um, that was really lovely to see and I think I, I, I spotted I spotted Bailey's post and I sent you a text just with the word barely and a smile yeah. because it made me feel so kind of warm inside and you knew exactly what I was talking about straight away we were, I don't yeah. can't remember why we were were you up in yeah I was up yeah was up, up in Nottinghamshire yeah. so that was why but yeah so um they're my highlights yeah uh, I wanted to throw in the um, benefits of giving up alcohol thread. That is a great um, thread. Yes. I had one morning um, where I'd had a few drinks the night before and I woke up thinking I'm up way earlier than I, I should be because I'm feeling a little bit sort of hungover -y. I thought, like, that's not good. Yeah. And I remembered the thread. So it's been useful to know that that thread is there um, for, for me and for anyone who is just thinking at, at any stage of, of drinking too much alcohol, I want to be drinking less alcohol. So, um, yeah. yeah, cool. Lovely. We've got some featured fetchies as well now. Lovely. Um, we've got two. Um, so first up is Lindsay. And, uh, well, without further ado, here she is. 
Hi Fetchies, it's Lindsay here. I wanted to talk to you about two two things, two sort of related things. Um, one of them was in reply to Fetching Katie's question this week about different types of exercise that you might be doing during the lockdown. So um, my different kind of exercise is thanks to TB. And TB and I have been friends for several years. Uh, we met through Fetch. And she's always talked about a boot camp that she does um, on the local green by her house very early in the morning, um, a couple of times a week. Obviously, after we were told we couldn't do those sorts of things, um, boot camp was no more. But the boot camp teacher moved her boot camp online um, using Zoom. And I thought, oh, that's exciting. And so I said to TB, is there any chance I could join your Zoom boot camp? And the teacher agreed. And um, so right, actually right from the very beginning of, of lockdown, I have been doing a boot camp with TB and several other people. And in fact, ITG also joined us then a bit later on when her gym closed. So she did that with us for a while until lockdown was lifted in Iceland. And um, yeah, so Zoom boot camp started off at six, and it does actually still run at six. But um, she did the the lady at boot camp introduced an eight o'clock, which is much nicer. Um, it's five days a week, but I don't do it five days a week. I do it twice a week, and it's forty five minutes, and I absolutely love it. I have always been rubbish at doing strengthening, and stretching, and all those things, and have consequently been plagued by injuries. And um, I'm finding it's a really super addition to my routine. Most days I do it in the garden, on the decking with my yoga mat and, uh, and my other half's tablet, and probably annoy the neighbours. And um, yeah, so it's a sort of, it's a mixture of uh, sort of high, in, high intensity interval training, strength training, conditioning, um, stretching and I definitely think it's making me stronger so I'm really hoping that I can continue doing something like that in some form or other um, once the ladies go back to their boot camp on the green but we shall see. The other thing I wanted to talk about was two threads that have given me great comfort um, during the lockdown, two threads on fetch and they are related one of them is the baking thread, where a, a group of baking veggies meet regularly every day to share their baking delights, their baking successes, their baking failures, not that there are that many, um, uh, with pictorial evidence. Um, and there's just something very comforting about looking at pictures of cake and sharing pictures of cake. Um, so I think that's very much in the, in the, uh, the spirit of fetch. And the other one is a new thread, which was started by Gobby, um, and it's called the Donut Thread. And it's a place to celebrate donuts. But the different thing, because we've had lots of threads in the past, we've had mince pies and hot cross buns, and I think there might have been a Stollen thread at some point. Um, there's a Magnum thread. But the, the difference with the Donut Thread is that everyone is accepted. There are no debates about whether something is wrong or bad, everything, any type of donut of any description is welcome there. So it's an all-inclusive donut thread. And I absolutely love that. 
So I hope you're all keeping well and keeping sane and managing to continue exercising. And I look forward to seeing you when this is all over. Bye. Thanks, Linz. That was a really lovely little roundup you did there. I love the sound of your Zoom um, boot camp. Uh, it sounds like you're getting a lot out of it, which is excellent. Um, I haven't really considered doing any of this. I've, I've, I used to go to a yoga teacher who's excellent in Bedford. Um, Halcyon Yoga is her her um, business. Um, she's been doing she's been doing Zoom yoga. I haven't been tempted at all because I'm just so happy doing the Adrian stuff and it fits so nicely. And I I like to be able to just do it when I want to. But um, that sounds really good. Your boot camp. And I don't think I've seen the donut thread. So that was really great that you highlighted it because I need to go look at that place. Another beautifully inclusive thread by the sounds of it. So, yeah, loving that. Thank you. Yeah, and looking at pictures of cake, I think yes. that makes that would make everybody pretty happy. So, What's not to like? Yeah. I think the boot camp thing sounds good because it's a, it's a fixed time. Okay, so you can choose how many in the week you want to do, but... Yeah. It's a it's a fixed appointment. So if you're getting into that, or not you specifically, Linz, but if anybody is getting into that sort of state where you you you're waking up, times are changing, or whatever, or you're just sort of losing all impetus throughout the day, then having a fixed thing that you commit to and turn up for means that you get those like yeah. anchor points during the day, yeah, and you can hang the rest definitely. of the stuff off that, can't you? Yeah. So brilliant. That's really good. Um, and our other contributor is the Scribbler. And uh, I think she may possibly be down on her lovely beach again. So hopefully we, we won't be crying our eyes out by the end of this one. But um, if if we are, then I'm sure it'll be for lovely reasons. Yeah, here she is. Hi, Fetchies. It's the Scribbler here. And I thought I'd talk to you as I walk to cool down from my latest run. Right now, in another world, I should be in Botswana, having finished an amazing cycle ride through Zambia from the capital Lusaka to Victoria Falls, and then having crossed the border into Botswana for my first ever safari, going looking for elephants. Obviously, I'm not doing that, and I know a lot of you are missing out on things races, celebrations, birthdays, weddings, births, even deaths and funerals. And I'm really sorry for all the things that you're missing out on, especially if you've planned, hoped and trained for them. But today I wanted to talk to you about Project Joker because I've just started up another round of it. If you don't know what Project Joker is, it's the Fetch Everyone plan for improving your 5k time. You go to fetcheveryone.com forward slash joker and put in a decent 5k time that you'd like to improve and you get a 10 week plan of running sessions to help you build on that. And they'll come with suggested paces and times and targets to try and hit. I've done a couple of Project Jokers. Um, I think I started one last year in about November to try and improve my 5K time. And I'd actually just completed another 10-week session just before lockdown. But instead of running a 5K at the end, probably 
the last park run that happened in England, um, I opted to go for a long walk in the hills instead. So I never really did test myself over the distance to see if this extra bit of training would have helped. Since lockdown, I have still been running, but I've been mainly keeping it quite easy, no stress, just enjoying it. And because I tend to run pretty much the same or very similar routes a lot of the time, I thought I'd mix it up. So I've signed up for Project Joker again. And that means that yesterday I did my first speed work. I did an interval session. And that's the first time I've tried to put any pace in my run since March the 2nd. Oh my goodness, it really hurt. And I wasn't going very fast at all. But I still really enjoyed it. I adapted the plan a little bit so we didn't do quite so many intervals as Fetch suggested. But that was so that I could still enjoy it and get the most out of what was a little bit of a shorter run. So that's me starting off on my Project Joker experience. It's three runs a week and you tick them off on the Fetch Everyone Joker site. And if you have to drop one out, you just play your joker that week or that session. And at the end of it, if you can, run a fast 5k and see how much your time's improved. That's my plan anyway. Ten weeks' time will be in July. And who knows what the world will look like by then. Whatever training you're doing at the moment, Fetchies, I wish you all the best. And I hope to see you soon. Thank you very much. Um, that was a great piece. And um, I will definitely link to um, Project Joker in the in the thread highlights. Um, yeah, you sounded like you were still just a tiny bit breathless from doing your efforts then. So that's yeah. obviously sounding, that's sounding good because it means you've put the work in and your body was still adjusting and, and looking after your oxygen debt and getting everything back to where it needed to be. So um that was great and and it was really nice to hear your voice again yeah um, you could just walk along that beach and, yeah. and say anything yeah, yeah <laughs> and definitely it would be fabulous yeah so you know perhaps we should end every podcast with a bit of scribbler walks along the beach so yes. stuff yes uh, that was brilliant thank yeah. you very much thank and, you and good luck with your uh, your next 10 weeks of training i hope it goes well yeah um, yeah that's cool awesome right so my laptop's on seven percent so okay. it's time to round up what yeah. our plans are for this week, Katie. How about you? Nice I see you're quick. starting on another. You're doing so. You're doing a lap round your pineapples now. I'm just doing to... a lap. I'm doing a lap round um, of double crochet around the edge in a in the in the yellow of the pineapple. So I'm just doing that. Um, so I'm hoping I've got two swims booked. So I've got one tomorrow at five and one Saturday at eight. Um, I need to book some more in for the following week. They've they've got lots of um, sessions now available, so I'm going to book in another couple. Might try some different times. Might see if I can get an evening one done, like a later evening one. Yeah, it's a nice time to swim, isn't it? Um, and just carry on with my running and my yoga. I'm not really pushing anything. Uh, my club did a virtual time trial competition this week um with less emphasis really on the competition aspect of it and more emphasis between members i mean and more of an emphasis on 
set your time this month and we're going to do the club is going to do every third week there's going to be a 5k time trial for you to do um i didn't do it this week because i just felt like i wasn't ready to push it for a whole 5k but i did go out on one of my runs and push one of the miles a bit and managed to beat my time at my fetch mile which is the bandstand to bridge one so maybe i'll start doing a little bit more speedy stuff just a little bit maybe we'll see yeah and carry on yoga as per really what about you yeah um i'm gonna make some adjustments to my bike to uh try and make the the ride a bit more comfortable and uh, i'd like to find a day when i can go out and do a nice long ride again i enjoyed the 24 miles that i did uh, not the weekend just gone but the one before that so um, finding a spot sometime this week to do something like that again um, would be pretty nice. So maybe I could do it while you're swimming again on yeah. Saturday. That'd be cool. Yeah. And uh, if I can run again, that would just be fabulous. But we'll just have to keep playing that one by ear. So uh, slowly, slowly, catchy monkey, I guess. Catchy bees. Mm. And the bees. Yeah. Yeah. So... Just fingers crossed, really. And I'll be doing a lot of Zoom meetings. Shall we buzz off now? Let's buzz <laughs> off. Oh, do behave. Oh. Do behave. Okay, honey, I will. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, let's okay. stop Right, anyway, thank you, everybody, for listening very much. Hopefully you're at the end of your whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, send your audio contributions, please, to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave us your comments. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>